What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, joined by Josh Primo. What's up, bitches? This week, guys, we are here to review yet another movie in between uh, seasons of The Sopranos. Uh, a few weeks ago, we just finished up season one of The Sopranos, and before we start season two, we're gonna gonna knock out some some new movies. And uh, this week we are reviewing The Black Phone. It is a movie that I really, really wanted to see in theaters. In fact, when we did our Patreon meetups, I tried convincing everybody not to go see Jurassic World. You know, the second time that I had to go fucking see that movie. I was like, you know what? We should go see The Black Phone. But uh, it was just it was too late in the evening and just I couldn't make it work with everybody's schedule. So needless to say, I missed out on it. But I was super excited to to see it come out on demand. And that is how I ended up uh, paying for it. Josh and I ended up watching it. So it is, I think, $25 on demand right now. Uh, I got I had like a gift card, so I didn't really pay for it. But needless to say, I still spent money of it. Before we jump into the review, if you like what we're doing here, you want to consider supporting us, go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. Support us at any of those tiers, and you get access to our Discord channel where you can become creators slash producers of all of our content. You don't like what we what we uh review every week, you can vote on it if you join us. Patreon.com slash two game. Well, let's go ahead and just jump into this, sir. Uh I do have several thoughts on on this movie. Some good, some bad. Uh the black phone. After being abducted by a child killer and locked in a soundproof basement, a 13-year-old boy starts receiving calls on a disconnected phone from the killer's uh, previous victims. This movie is directed by Scott Derrickson. Have you, have you ever heard of Scott Derrickson, sir? No. All right, I'm going to list off all these movies. You tell me if you've seen any of them. Okay. Uh, the Day the Earth Stood Still. Nope. Deliver Us from Evil. Oh, dude, that's a fucking great movie right there. Fucking great movie. Uh, that's actually one of my... That's in my top 10 horror movies of all time. In fact. Uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose. You ever seen that one? Nope. Uh, that's I've seen that back when I was in high school. I, mean, I liked it back then, but, you know, high schoolers like every fucking thing, you know? Uh, Hellraiser Inferno. I have not seen that one. Nope. Actually, I've never seen any Hellraiser movies. Have you? No, this isn't a big genre that I stay too much you know this is like i think your go-to and this is my like i guess you could talk me into it watch horror movies yeah i'm not a I'm, i don't know why i've never really uh i don't hate them but i just never you know when i'm looking for movies that's not the first one i go to oh i thought you were bigger into uh i thought you were bigger into these movies than than that oh guess i was wrong guess i don't guess you don't really know people huh yeah, i guess not uh, he also directed the uh, first Doctor Strange movie, and then he also directed Sinister, which is also, I don't think it's in my top ten, but it is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. So he has directed two, like, really, really great horror movies. So going into this movie, you can see where I had those very, very, very high expectations. This budget was uh, $18 million, and it grossed. Worldwide, one hundred and forty-one point nine million dollars. That's pretty good, off eighteen million. Damn, I'm impressed. Uh, it stars Mason uh, Thames, uh, Madeline McGraw, Ethan Hawke, and it has a runtime of one hour and forty-three minutes. And it was released June twenty-fourth, 
2022. I have two fun facts. Do you have anything, sir? Uh, no. So when I say fun facts, these aren't really all that fun. So just it's just to fill the time, I guess. Uh, but the movie was delayed from January of this year to June of this year due to like they had showed it to to several people. They had screened it. And apparently it was doing really, really great in screening. So they're like, oh, fuck, let's move it out of January and make some money off this motherfucker. So they delayed it to June. I can't fault them. Hey, I, yeah, I mean, no shame in your game. I, I mean, I will have to say that's probably one of the most interesting fun facts you have given us. <laughs> I don't fucking need your sarcasm, sir. No, I mean, I wasn't being a dick. I mean, that is interesting that they pushed it back so they can get more money. I was interested. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you can't fucking fault me for thinking. <laughs> like, I still don't 100% believe you. <laughs> I was being legit. You know, that's like uh, somebody at work the other day, like Alex and one of them, I go, hey, hey, bro, you know, I just want you to know, man, I appreciate you. Like, I, I don't deserve you, you know? Like, I rarely have to do anything. You know, they do they do everything. They restock everything. They fucking put everybody on the monitor and shit like that. And like I have the easiest job, you know. And every time I say that, they're like, dude, like, why are you being so sarcastic about this? Like, what, what what's your fucking problem? I'm like, bro, I'm being fucking for serious shit. <laughs> Fuck me, man. You know what? Dan, if I do, Dan, if I don't. Oh, let's see here. You not not working. It does not surprise me at all, though. Hey, man, it's all about delegating, man. It's all about delegating. I I feel you. Let's see here. Derrickson, the uh, director, lists the... I'm going to go ahead and shout out this before I even say it. The 400 Blows. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that's about, but I'm trying to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) I'm just trying to get one blow. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Can I get a happy? <laughs> I'll, I'll be uh, I'll be happy with a quarter of one. I'll just be happy with some spit on it for me. <laughs> uh, this movie apparently came out in 1959, and then he also uh, the Devil's Backbone. Shout out to that as well. Came out in 2001. <laughs> uh, those are two of his major influences on this film. Which is kind of weird because I didn't really get... I mean, I, I've never heard of those horror movies to begin with. I got It vibes from it, definitely. I'm like, there's even a huge scene towards the end where I'm like, that was ripped straight from It. <laughs> like, the whole thing. Oh my god, It was so freaking boring. Ugh, fuck that movie. Like, the first one? Like, I don't know which one I've watched recently, but it sucked. I was so fucking bored I didn't even finish it. Damn. Do you have the one with the little kids? Uh, it's the one where he. Uh, oh, fuck, I don't even remember now. This guy, he said he doesn't know a movie. It's, it's it's the it's the one that just came out, motherfucker. I said that. Yeah, there was there was a part one and a part two. Oh, we'll suck on these nuts for there. How about that? That's part three. <laughs> <laughs> That's not big enough to carry its own movie. <laughs> Like a lot of somebody else. <laughs> All right, so the black phone, our Joe impressions. Let's let's do non spoilers 
for for this segment, okay? And then we'll jump into a spoiler section. So what what did you expect going into this movie? And then did it meet expectations? Exceed them? Not meet them? What's the case? You know, as much as you were trying to shove this down my damn neck, I kind of figured it was going to be shitty. Uh, just because usually whenever you're like, you know, grabbing the back of my head and pulling me down, <laughs> trying to get me into this movie. Uh, overall, I'm like, I'm a hefty, I guess. Uh, I don't think it was bad. I don't, <laughs> I don't think it was great. I don't really think this is a horror movie, really. I think it's more of a uh, suspenseful thriller, to be honest with you. I didn't find there was much of a horror aspect into it. I like the story. They developed it very well. But I do feel like there's some holes in it, and they drug some parts along too far. So, like I mentioned uh, before, when we started this review... I said I could not have had higher expectations for this movie. I mean, Deliver Us From Evil is a fucking phenomenal horror movie. That's the one with uh, Eric Bana in it. He's a cop in New York, and he he has like he's been dealing with a lot of like PTSD and shit. And then basically, there's not exorcisms. There's like uh, what's the word? Possessions of a couple of different people. So he's dealing with that on top of his PTSD and shit like that. So it's like, fucking love that movie. Love it. And then Sinister is just creepy as fuck. Creepy as fuck. And it also has uh, Ethan Hawke in it. So going into this movie, I had very, very high expectations for it. And I mean, if it was, if it didn't have Ethan Hawke in it, if it didn't have this director behind it, I probably would not have spent $25 to, to buy it. Just right out the gate. I probably would have wait for it to come down a little bit cheaper. Watching this movie, I've watched it twice. I watched it with our Discord, which, again, you can go to patreon.com slash two game, uh, support us at any of those tiers, and you get access to our Discord. And we do uh, monthly watch alongs, and we did a little watch along of the Black Phone. And watching it for the first time, I was like, I like it. I don't love it. And then I watched it again because I wanted to, to actually zone in on it and not have any distractions and whatnot. And I liked it more the second time around, but I still don't love it. And I, I, I can't tell you how much I want to absolutely love this movie, but there's just there's something missing from it that prevents it from being a great movie. Like I think it's pretty good, but it's just, it's just missing something. And, and I mean, we'll probably dive into that in just a just a few minutes when we jump into our spoiler section. Uh, but I think I will agree with Josh. I think there, I, I don't, I don't know if I would call this a quote unquote horror movie. I think there are some horror elements in it. There's some supernatural elements in it, and there's some creepy aspects to Ethan Hawke's character. Which, by the way, Ethan Hawke gives a fantastic performance. He carries this entire movie right next to the uh, the lead uh, kid, uh, Mason, who is uh, who plays Finn in the movie. Uh, I thought the acting was really great from those two, and uh, the the score was really good. I really enjoyed the score. Uh, but yeah, there, there's just something missing from it that prevents it from being the taking it to that next level. But are you ready to I, talk about spoilers, sir? Yeah, well, I, I was going to tell you, I you know I cannot argue uh, about the Ethan Hawke's 
performance because it it was good. I mean, it it sold the movie pretty much. You know. Yeah, dude. I like he was like menacing slash creepy, and like it was it was it was it was like multiple things going on there that was just it, was really good. It almost reminded me of how well Heath Ledger played the Joker for some reason. I don't know why that brought to my attention, but I was like, man, that guy is like in this character good. I mean, I wouldn't, con- not comparing it to, to Heath Ledger and all that, because Heath Ledger is like the best performance of all time, probably. But I think in terms of, because when you said that, when you started saying that, I was like, oh, he's probably going to compare this to, to the Joker, Heath Ledger. Uh, I think there are some similarities there. For sure, especially how like Heath Ledger can do like multiple things uh, during the course of that movie. But I just want to I just want to bring up the fact that I'm not the one that brought up Joker or Batman in this fucking podcast. That was you. OK, I want, you know I want that fucking noted. That'll be the first time in surfing the stream history that I made a Batman reference before. you. What? But I do see the similarities because uh, Heath Ledger's Joker went like multiple different like personalities with his uh, with his character. He was like menacing, slash scary, slash like funny, all different kind of ranges. And that's kind of the same thing with uh with Ethan Hawke's character. I mean, he even delivered some lines were were kind of funny, just just the way he delivered it. So uh yeah, and Ethan Hawke was uh he's fantastic in this movie. You know, I, I'm like you, I, I think this movie is missing something to put it over the top. I'm gonna run this by you. Maybe this when they the con- detectives con- first meet, hey, hold on. Is this considered a spoiler? Yeah, I thought that's what we were doing. No, we we didn't give the spoiler warning. Well, well good job, thank you. you <laughs> caught me. <laughs> I'd have been that. I'd have been that fucking guy. <laughs> They're like, God damn it! <laughs> well, guys, we are going to jump into the uh, spoiler section of our podcast. So, if you have not seen the Black Phone and you want to see it. I highly recommend uh, just pausing right here and just go check it out for yourself. Uh, otherwise, uh, continue on. You have been warned. So what were you going to say, do sir? I, do I have permission now? You have permission. All right. When the detectives first are introduced to the character Max, and he's trying to you know, convince them that the, the grabber is in that neighborhood, I feel like if they would have explored that angle more, because, you know, they they were like, God, let's get the fuck out of this house, man. This dude's fucking whack. But if somehow they would have been like, oh, that's the guy and started coming after him. And, and then the twist, you know, after they worked the angle of them going after the wrong guy, I, I think that would have helped. I, yeah, I mean, I can see that. I, I think the cop angle of the entire movie the detectives was poorly handled and i think that's one of the things that holds it back for me because when they're in there at the school interviewing uh, gwen the I, I, I don't know man it was like the dialogue and the writing and just like the whole scene just i did not like like they're questioning this i don't know what she like 12 13 years old and they're questioning her, and it fe- does it feel like we were dropped into the middle of the fucking movie to you? <laughs> like, there was no, like, real beginning. Like, we were dropped in the middle of the fucking script. Yeah, kind of. Uh, 
Because they're talking about dreams and shit like that. I'm like, what the fuck? Why do they keep bringing up fucking dreams? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? And I, I, that's one of the things I, I, I don't like about the movie in general is it, it felt like I was watching it at 30 minutes compared to starting the movie from the very beginning. And she's talking about having dreams and visions and shit like that. And I just I don't think that was fully explored. Like she's literally only there to service the ending. She has yeah, no shout pur- out. <laughs> <laughs> this dude got off air. <laughs> Man, I wasn't even gonna let you finish. <laughs> Shout out to that too. Back to back shoutouts, perfect. <laughs> but do you feel? I, where were you? I don't even know where you were at now. <laughs> I don't even know. Me. No, what I was saying was the whole, the whole vision, uh, whatever the fuck you want to call it, vision slash dreams side of the story. I, I don't know. Maybe they should have, maybe they should have done a little bit more with that and explored that angle a little bit more. But for what it was, for I mean, the only reason, the only reason she's in the fucking movie is to find him at the very end. And she doesn't even really find him. He just, she finds the wrong house. (laughs) Motherfucker, that would be you if you were trying to find me. (laughs) (laughs) You you fucking dying across the street. (laughs) (laughs) I swear he was right here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if she would have been taken by the grabber, that those visions would have made more sense because she has visions and all of a sudden he gets, I guess, voices from the telephone that obviously doesn't work. Mm -hmm. But if she was the one that was having visions and stuff, wouldn't it have been made more sense for her to have been grabbed? And then she could talk to the people that had been there before and not him. Yeah. What if, Actually, I'm glad. I'm kind of glad you brought up her being the one that got grabbed because I have one of my notes in here to talk about that. I think that's interesting because, like you said, she gets grabbed. She starts having the visions, uh, and she's talking to the voices and shit like that on the phone. What if her visions in this scenario is like flashbacks of of the killer, of the grabber? And kind of gives it a little bit of backstory with him. And that's how we find out, like, his backstory is through her visions. I think that'd been kind of interesting. I, I would have I'd have appreciated that take on it. Uh, so, Gwen gets captured. Biggest... Well, see, Gwen gets captured by the grabber, okay? Do you feel yeah. like would have been entertaining, more entertaining? It definitely would have been funnier because, you know, she was telling everybody to fuck off. During the course of uh, she she called that cop a dumb fucking fart knocker. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking cock sucking cowards. <laughs> I was like, God damn, man. <laughs> fucking watch your mouth. For real. But I will say. 
I love the development they had to show the brother and sister relationship. Yeah, I thought they developed them two together very, very well. So did you notice that they were both like mirror opposites of of what their of what was going on in their lives? Like she's super fucking confident and she she don't come she don't give a fuck. She will come out of nowhere, grab a rock and throw it at somebody's head <laughs> and fucking knock that dude out. <laughs> dude, I thought that dude was gonna die. He had like just blood coming out. I was like, uh, I don't think that's supposed to be there. <laughs> that was pretty good acting by that kid, man. He that dude looked like he just got his fucking world rocked. <laughs> yeah, unintended. He unintended. <laughs> that's what you did there. <laughs> but yeah, she's she's this confident girl. She's she's willing to to fight anybody. I mean, she calls she fucking cusses at the cops and everything. And she even stands up to her dad. She's like, I'll fucking drop this shit with the uh, with the the vodka. Yeah, and then she does anyways. <laughs> and she does anyway. So she's like super confident. And on the opposite end of the spectrum, we have Finn, who is not like the dude will will take an ass kicking by by all means. He will he will get his ass kicked, but he will not stand up for himself. He he won't even this girl that he's uh he's sitting with next into within class and shit like that. She is basically. Telling him, dude, just lay your just lay your dick on the table, man. Just just fucking do it, okay? Like I really like you. Like the girl is is putting the fucking messages out there, and he doesn't even pay attention to it. He's he's too scared. He has no confidence. And then throughout the entire movie, you can see him kind of gain that confidence with the more that he talks to those voices on the uh, on the phone and whatnot. And then Robin comes in there and tells him that he needs to stand up for himself. And that's when he stands up for himself at the very end. So arc is complete. But then at the very end, we have her. She's not so confident. You know, she's she's kind of scared. She's worried. She's she's not confident that he's going to come home to 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 them, to her and her dad. And when she's sitting on the uh, the ground outside, you, you just see the look on her face where she's just like, he's fucking dead. Like, we're not going to find him. And then she just looks up and sees him coming out of the other house. So I, I think that was done really, really well, like you said. Yeah, you know, I didn't even pay attention. I didn't even notice that her character arched the other way. Indeed, sir. Indeed, it was it. You don't typically see them re- regress like that, which is interesting. Or maybe you don't notice it. I, I really wish they'd have had more screen time for uh, the grabber himself. I, I thought that guy was just perfect in it, man. I, it just left me wanting more. You know, it just... I don't know. So he, here's my things. Okay. I mean, you've seen the original Halloween movie, right? Mm, no. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> okay. Well, in the original Halloween movie, there is no motive for for Michael Myers. He just kills the babysitters just because he can. Okay, and that does amplify the uh, the terror factor, the the horror factor a little bit. Because I mean, just think that's just a random guy just coming into people's houses and just killing them for no fucking reason. I mean, it's pretty fucking scary. The just the the themes of that and whatnot. So 
I was contemplating whether us not knowing the backstory of the Grabber made him scarier. But at the same time, I'm kind of with you, man. I want to fucking know more. I wanted him more in the movie. Because every time he's on the screen, I'm like, fuck yes. What's he going to do this time? What do you think the angle of the mask? Because, you know, in the beginning, it's full mask. Then he has like a Batman mask. And then he goes to just like the nose and mouth covered. Yeah, and then he can pull off one portion versus the other. Like the, he can pull the top portion off, but not the bottom. And he do, he does both. Like he, he'll leave the uh, the top portion on with taking the bottom portion on and vice versa. I don't know what, what it was because the because Finn took his mask off at the very end and it was almost like like Wicked Witch of the West. I'm melting. Yeah, there I go. <laughs> I'm the only one, sorry. Only one, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like the dude started freaking the fuck out when his, his mask got taken off. But his face wasn't like disfigured at all. So what what was the, the reason behind the mask? Uh, you know, I think if they would have explored his child, uh, the childhood or the the way uh, the the reason he is the grabber, I mean, maybe we'd have got some insight there. Yeah, I mean, I just I don't understand how you don't explain that in the movie. He's wearing mask. Okay, why is he wearing a mask? Like we get it. Like Michael Myers didn't really tell you why he wears a mask, but it's kind of implied that he just doesn't want people to fucking see his face that he's the one killing people but like he's wearing the mask in front of the kid <laughs> so it's like the kid already knows who you are dude <laughs> this guy says he's wearing a mask so people don't know who he is <laughs> <laughs> no what I'm saying I'm, I know that but I'm saying that's why Michael Myers would wear a mask but why is this dude wearing a mask in a fucking like dungeon you know yeah, and, I mean, I... and then he freaks the fuck out when he takes it off yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm with you. And then, what, what is the backstory like? What is, what is this dude doing with these kids? Because I, I just want to. You, you get, you get fucking like rape vibes and like child molestation stuff before. Yeah, he... that, yeah, I totally agree. But here's my biggest problem with this movie: old cuz digs through the wall straight into a meat cooler, like. There's no back to the fucking meat cooler. Motherfucker just pop meat cooler. <laughs> you didn't notice that? No, I didn't fucking notice that. Yeah, it's like the fucking meat cooler was like backless. <laughs> it's set up against the wall. I was like, uh. <laughs> you fucking go to like Home Depot and shit. Hey, what is, why does this thing have a back to it? Oh, dude, new trend, man. It fucking works. <laughs> 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 it keeps it extra cold, I promise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right, the airflow. We'll, we'll fucking see. We'll bring it home. I mean, no, no one's gonna see the back anyway, so we'll put it against the wall. Yeah, that that fucking throwed me off there. I was like, "All right, all right." I did like how every every phone call was kind of leading up to something that happened at the very end with him kind of taking the reins, gaining that confidence, and just killing the grabber. Everybody kind of played a part in that, whether it had been a part of the trap or when he when he's strangling him and he's like, this is the last time, motherfucker, or some shit like that, you know? 
I found my balls, how they taste. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I did like, I did like that little setup though. Cause the yeah, whole, you know, like, what the fuck? These are some shitty voices, man. They're not, they're not fucking helping you at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this motherfucker here trying to climb a damn window with a fucking piece of nylon rope. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, I'm not a big uh, paranormal guy when it comes to like scary stuff. But I will have to say this is probably one of the better done ones. And I think just a couple of changes would have made this movie over the top good. Yeah, when uh, that kid was like floating in the air, you know what I'm talking about? When it cut him really close, really quick to the kid floating in the air, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, fuck, my boob was floating. There, there was some kid. Like, he was like hanging from the the ceiling or or some shit. He was floating, and he was like on on his back, but his his arms and his legs were dangling. Anyways, that's that that scene got got a little jump out of me because it was he was on the phone or something like that, and it did a quick cut. To the to the kid floating in the air, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" I'm trying to think of where the fuck that was. I, I this dude was like, "Did I watch the movie?" <laughs> no, this motherfucker here. I don't remember one fucking five second clip, and he's like, eh. "Should have been fucking paying attention, bitch." <laughs> where the fuck's your notebook at? <laughs> so yeah, I, I think all in all, the the movie just is it's missing something. Now, is it something that I'm going to rewatch again? Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely rewatch it again. I don't dislike it. I actually, I like it a lot. I just don't love it. And I definitely wouldn't consider it anywhere near like my top favorite horror movies of all time. I do love that 70s, 80s look to this movie. It almost looks like an old school horror movie, kind of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre with the, the grainy film and whatnot. And just the whole aesthetic of of the grabber with with the mask the black balloons the the molester van and all that kind of shit i think really adds a lot to the overall uh the aesthetic of the character and whatnot and makes him more creepier than the natural performance so i think they go hand in hand uh but yeah man i I like it a lot i just i just don't love it and i can't really pinpoint what it is i think it's i think it's the movie before he gets grabbed I, i think it's what holds it back for me. I just don't know if they they give me enough in those early scenes that are, are super interesting. And some of it's kind of overacted, some of it's kind of over the top, but then some of it is like really great performances. So it's kind of like a mixed bag uh, in that very beginning. But once you get past like the first, what, 25, 30 minutes, I think the movie's really, really, really good. But uh, the beginning is what holds it back for me. Yeah, it definitely. It definitely starts off slow. I agree with you. Uh, I'd watch. I don't know if I'd watch it again, but I definitely think it's worth a watch. Uh, definitely don't be going into it thinking you're going to watch a horror movie because I think it's more of a uh, thriller with with uh, what's that stuff when you like mind games? <laughs> mind game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, paranormal, I guess, is what it would be. That's not what that is. <laughs> <laughs> that is ghost. Fuck. 
this guy said, uh, thriller with mind games. <laughs> I fucking hate everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's really real. It's really real. <laughs> I need to start writing like a script for myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah I, I agree though I, I I think there's horror elements in it but it's definitely not a horror movie by any means so I, I, get, I get what you're saying I get where you're coming from yeah yeah so what would you uh what would you uh end up rating this sir I'd give it a three and a half man I, uh, you know it, it's good enough to watch uh I think it's missing something but I don't know what it's missing so hey there you go <laughs> I was like, how do you not know what you're missing? Fucking go watch it. You'll you'll find out. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like I don't know. You know, I, I don't I really think it's the beginning. It could be. It could be the, the ending, setup for the grab. The ending, is, the ending is really fucking good for me. Like it works one hundred percent. Why thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when when she's sitting on the ledge and on on the ground or whatever, and she sees him coming out of the house, the music plus her running up and the acting, all that just fucking one hundred percent worked for me. And then the dude goes into school the next day, and everybody's talking about him. He's just strutting down the hall, you know, and he sits down next to the girl that's been basically throwing herself at him the entire movie, and he just lays his dick on the table and it's like, "What's up? My name's Finn, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Oh my god, Finn." <laughs> How'd that go again? <laughs> One time. <so. laughs> uh, but I agree. I give I give it three and a half. Now I paid twenty five dollars for this movie. I if if I were you as a listener, knowing what we have said, I would not spend twenty five dollars on it. I think ten, twelve, maybe fifteen bucks. I would fifteen bucks would be definitely the max. But uh, I'd get it closer to ten dollars. I think I think it'd be a solid movie at, at that price. So if you can buy a little bit on the on the sale or or whatever, I think that'd be your best bet. Uh, but I, I think it is worth uh, checking out definitely, just for the performance of Ethan Hawke and the the kid that plays Finn. I think just out of those two performances themselves, the movie is one hundred percent worth checking out. I one hundred percent agree, sir. Wow, that's that's not very often. No, I can't believe we scored it the same. I was like, that's the first ever. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> we agreed just on everything. Ah, <laughs> uh, dang. Like I said, man, I, I really, really wanted to love this movie, but it just just fell short. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> He's, trying to get <laughs> He's like, uh, no, no, that wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I had something and I was like, oh, no. And I was like, oh, man, too much time's passed. I can't make it connect now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fair. <laughs> you happen to watch uh, that trailer for Prey? No, I hadn't, man. I, I was eating. I had to wash oh, my here we go. Okay, here I, did, we go. I, did, I didn't know there was a fucking time test on this. Well, that's what we'll review next week, so you have to fucking deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, then. <laughs> uh... Prey comes out tomorrow, August 5th. So if you're listening to this later in the week, it's probably already out. Uh, but it's getting great reviews. It is the prequel to the original Predator movie. Uh, it's back when, like, like Indians and, and shit like that. So, like, way back in the day. So it's supposed to be getting really, really great 
uh, reviews. It's on Hulu. Uh, but as of now, that's going to be the movie that we review next week, unless Josh fucking pussies out on me. Very likely, but you know, uh, well, regardless, <laughs> good review. I've regardless, watched, just whether I review it. I've, I've watched stupider shit with you, so <laughs> that's one hundred percent true. <laughs> But that's going to be it, guys, from us. We appreciate y'all joining us for this review. Uh, We'll catch y'all next week on another one. Laters. Laters.